old video so you can title this one accurately. <laughs> if I don't, then what is life really waiting for? Okay, I oh, missed right. an entire saying up. That was supposed to be super epic. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I, I I thought it was quiet epic enough. Like, oh, uh, you're also <laughs> using your old YouTube videos to keep track of where the fuck you are. In your, yeah, like in your catalog. Dude, I know exactly I remember, that life. I know. Exactly I have like that. it's not even that I have weird OCD. If everything is not in a specific way, then mm. I, I I get like so like I feel like I did something wrong. Oh, yeah. I, I was doing similar things with my podcast with my like because I was running like three almost three podcasts at once. Holy shit, dude. And what I ended up doing is that because I had, I had every folder for every single fucking mm -hmm. thing and I had GIMP projects prepped and ready for me to go in mm -hmm. and edit names, edit episode number and then export and then not even save the project at that time. So it would keep the the hashtags for the numbers or the your name here, like all that stuff was just kind of ready to go to stay optimal but also like like i'd have to go back to those images to like even keep track of okay what the fuck episode is this right now for which <laughs> show like because because one show got to like 10 plus episodes and another show was like mm -hmm. right behind it so i was like yeah I, I i can't remember everything i'm just gonna yeah so like mine it was just like i had this one series on my main youtube channel a long time ago it was mm. like it was weirdly called reflections, just like Thorns was. It was yeah, yeah. no no coincidence. I just called it that. And then the quality of it was really bad because this this is when I first started doing shows like that. So the, later on, I changed it to something different. Then after that, I changed it. I changed it again. And then I realized that live streaming the episodes means that I would get more views on the episode numbers. So I ended up live streaming a few episodes and I ended up just canceling that. And that's when I ended up with, you know, the two shows I have now, you know, for the main YouTube channel, which is the uh, Nightwing podcast and the Batman podcast, because I don't know when it comes to things like that, I like to be extremely specific. And that's just my, and, that, and that's just me. You know, I like to have things a specific way because it, it makes it easier to remember where you're currently at and keeping track of, you know, this channel's videos, my main YouTube channel's videos. It's, it, it's not like it gets overwhelming at all. No, nothing gets overwhelming. It, it, it only just depends on making sure I'm bringing in new content ideas, making sure I'm, I'm being, consistently up to date you know because me, me and my friend like we had this like two hour argument about league of legends and his truck like literally last friday you mm -hmm. know and 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 i and i get some people's uh conversations when we when we generally have them you know about league it's like you know i've been very open with people about this i don't play ranked and re there's reasons why i it's, it's oh it's super, super toxic so... like are we, are we live right now Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to make sure I was I was show ready and mm -hmm. and and my jargon. No, like, <laughs> like yeah. Um, like, like there's no reason for me to lie. I don't feel like there's no reason for me to lie. No, and like no, no, no. That's the funniest thing. Like I, I think I told you guys this last time I was on uh, with um with your friend. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, Kofta. With Kofta, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't play the game for like a year or two or at some point just because, like, the saddest thing to me. And I always try to relay this back to my soccer experience because I did soccer mm -hmm. through high school. Um, the saddest thing to me is that you go watch pro play and then you go play ranked and the games are nothing alike. No one is on the same page. Like no one's here to play a team mm -hmm. game. Like mm -hmm. no one's no one's agreeing on anything or even attempting to agree on the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and Riot just refuses to, act, to help with the communication elements. Because I really think, 
and I because I identified this when I would play Overwatch ranked is that the moment I heard I at least heard a human voice is the moment like all my toxicity like left the door is like oh there's the human element Mm -hmm. um and they let me know like hey first time or hey off roll or um hey this and I'm like oh okay it's like or or, hey I'm bad I'm like yeah what relatable um (laughs) and so like when Riot just refuses to add in real voice comms to the game to a highly communication dependent game Mm -hmm. um and and we're just left with nothing but chat to like sit there and you know i i, I didn't i didn't grow up yeah. on pc so when you're trying to tell me oh no, like, you're right yeah take, I, take my hand off the mouse and off my set you know positions on the keyboard and type out a coherent message for a plan that's supposed to happen either in the next five seconds or two minutes mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to pay attention to that chat like no training for that no pattern for that no because i was I had all my competitive buildup in real life sports where you're on a field and all you have is your eyes and your ears and there's no reading anything. It's, it's hollers, it's screams, it's pointing, it's, you know, Uh reading, reading the game in front of you. And, and, and so like when the game requires me to type out sentences, like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't come here to provide a thesis on how to dive this. Yeah. And then you're also debating with people who like, in that moment, they don't even believe what you're saying is true. And it's yeah. like, you know what you're saying is true. It's like, how would I say this? Mm. It's like, you know, you if you mess up for someone with League, and mm-hmm. then already they already don't like you because either they claimed you griefed their lane, yeah. you messed up their game. If you're, if you're playing jungle, you definitely messed up for them, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, they already don't like you. So why would they take anything you have to say? You, you know, they're... Consideration? You know they're CSing badly because they're actually in their house building the cross to nail you on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing from either pro players or something like that. But I sort of had a similar mindset. If I if I was ADC and I I ADC'd for a while, Mm -hmm. um, if my support didn't last hit their procs properly, like they didn't hit canyon the the cannon properly, like they didn't proc for that, I was like, okay, you're done. Like you're dead to me. Like if you don't understand, oh my god, to, dude. to proc on your canyon or proc on only melees. Last night, pro- dude, I damn near thought this Morgana was this Morgana. Last night, I thought was gonna give me a heart attack by how bad she was playing. Oh, dear. and it was mind baffling. It was just so mind blowingly bad that I legitimately thought I was getting inted. You know, how people yeah. say they 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 get like inted and grieved. You know, just for like it being a joke. Mm-hmm. No, this person would literally. I would trade aggressively in lane with against a Lux and an Ash. She just stands there. What, what are you doing? Just like that's how I can yeah. tell you're inting. If you're standing there doing nothing and you throw an ability as I'm about to die, like what the f- like what is that gonna do? Yeah. You know, this Ash literally we kill the jungler and the support, and this Ash is like chasing us down. To be fair, we're already we're already kind of low, but we we could turn this ultimately yeah. if she lands her abilities. I was like, please, for the love of actual God, land a Q. <laughs> You missed every Q known to man. Because weirdly, in team fights, guess what happened? She landed Qs perfectly fine. That's how you could tell I was getting inted. She landed Qs perfectly that's, fine, and see, she could throw black shields properly. So, okay, that reminds me of a, of a tweet that Kelsey Moser put out this weekend where it's like, all you need to do for scouting is find people in solo queue that team fight well, and the rest you can teach. You can teach map rotations. You can teach mm-hmm. uh, wave management. All the other things that make up basic pro play can be taught. But if they can team fight well, that should be your starting point for defining what should be good talent to take up towards the pro scene. And that's where what I hear is a much more bronze version of that, where this Morgana knows how to fight, cares about fighting, but everything else about the game they don't care about. 
or they don't know what to do because there's a whole there's a whole element of understanding trade patterns power mm -hmm. spikes just on levels like mm -hmm. you know it's it's you have to almost explain to someone's like you realize that Ezreal is like one of the most powerful level one champions in the game because that is broken oh my god we like, faced an Ezreal Ser seraphine balling that shit is absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. absurd like holy moly yeah, like, we're just we're just talking about like level one like yeah. level one adcs Ezra wins every time. His Q's up way more often. It procs up for his attack speed bonus, and he can just keep throwing that thing at you. Like, MF doesn't really mm -hmm. do anything after her Q. Like, she'll hit two of you, but Ezra can just keep going with you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just a level one example. Level, But like a level two advantage, like, you know, this is where if there's a Leona pick, if, if I get a support that picks Leona and they're not standing there in brush, like just ready with their E in their Q to like go in at level two, then I know they don't have a killer instinct and I'm not interested in soft play. I'm not interested in weak sauce. Like, I just can't stand a person that is seeing you actually, if you're playing balling specifically, the support can see you trying to be aggressive mm -hmm. and trying to take aggressive trades and be more advantageous, right? Person's yeah. just standing there looking at you it's like that stuff I don't like. It's like, hey, like, are you scared to trade? Do I got to type to you? Hey, like, am I doing something wrong? Hey, had, let me know what I'm doing. Oh my but gosh. For a person just to sit there, do nothing, and then you can tell you're getting into it because they play team fights really well. Though she, she was like black shielding me, she was like landing cues on priority targets. I'm like, what are you doing? She was like, why oh. are you so mad? What do you mean, why am I so mad? You just ran it down. What? All that, all that Morgana wanted to do is AFK laning phase and get to the team fights. <laughs> like, it's, Bro, the yon, the yon we had said you guys are salty because my friend was playing Lillian top lane. He beat this Nasus so hard. It's one of those Lillian? cheese things you do. Yeah, Lillian oh, top. Because uh, right. he can never you... catch her. He can never catch her. Can't right? He? So we were trying to oh. engage on this Ash together as Zaya just, you know, I ulted, I flash ulted Eid uh -huh. just pretty much to knock to secure her. But I accidentally didn't, I knew anything wrong. I just hit the tank because Ash was ultimately moving back beside her tank. Yeah, Pretty yeah, decently yeah. good Ash was playing against. Yeah, you know, yeah. we talked after what she she was playing rank consistently. She said she felt bad for me because when Morgana was playing that bad. I was like, I'm I'm sorry, dude. I wasn't trying to run it down any portion of the game because me and my friend were running to try and get Ash and Amumu. Yeah. She just stands there, throws no abilities. I'm like, that's reportable. You're throwing no abilities. I she, they're all on cooldown. Really? You just really they're all on cooldown conveniently twice. It happened twice. I was like, no more. You're getting reported. That's why I don't play ranked anymore. People ask no, me, why, why, why don't you play ranked? You have stuff like that. And I, I'm supposed to be like, okay with that. You know, it's, it's, it's where there's so many, there's just, there's a billion philosophies on how to play the game. Mm -hmm. And so many of them are wrong. Like even, ours, yeah. even, even, ours could be, even ours could be wrong, you know, like based on just the, the exact setup of the situation. That's why I love league, man. Because like when you're talking to league of legends to any given person, it's like the same thing. Um, I, I don't know if you follow with like a, I don't know if you follow Superman or like DC heroes or Marvel heroes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah the notions, they're, they're the saying, if you ask Superman to any given comic book fan, you're going to get a hundred different answers. And that's okay. what league is league yeah. is you ask one person, how you, how you play league. You're going to get answers from yeah. so many different degrees, you yeah. know? Yeah. You reminded me of, um, of a bot lane tragedy that is burned <laughs> in my mind forever. It's so I was, I, 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 I was Caitlin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was into a vain Nami. Okay. Now this next part Correct. is the word. Hmm. What happened? You cut off for half a second. What happened? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see it. It cuts on my screen so I can see that. Yeah. I had a Timo support. Okay. Okay. So, it's, I hate we, you so much. we already know it's a real situation. <laughs> and the Timo would flame me 
while we were in laning phase and kind of lo losing to this other lane mm -hmm. and someone else was watching this game and it's like, yeah, every time you go into fight, the Teemo cues the Nami. And I'm just like, you know, there's only so much auto attacking I can do here, especially if you're not going to cue the vein to <laughs> let me win the freaking trade or at least kill it. Like just dude. Oh my god, Teemo supports are the worst. Cause like I genuinely like playing AD carry. Like I know a lot, a lot of people consider it brain dead. I genuinely like playing it. The issue here is my Teemo supports. Oh my god, they would sit in there and watch you trade, but they would try to do that. Why do Teemos always do that? Oh my god, it's it gets me so like aggravated. Why do they do this like random invisibility shit? Like oh my god, dude, I'm so cool. I'm going invisible. No one cares. Help me fight these people. They would just try to sit there, do nothing, and go invisible and, like, KS you. The, sa the saddest thing to understand about bot lane is that it's actually the support that wins the lane more than anything. Mm -hmm. And it's the ADC's job to follow up on the support's ideas, uh, more or less. Mm -hmm. um, or at least the support's actions. Um, and then just CS, you know? And most supports don't understand it's like you're yeah. you're the one fighting for this lane more than me my job is to get every yeah. bit of gold that i can what, your what, job what is most to people either... don't understand is that supports lane is dictated like oh, yeah. bot lane is really really dictated by the support though that's yeah. why when we talk about lcs teams i'm not really focused on the adc it's really yeah. it's really in, it's really easy to spot out a good adc yeah like like people could obviously know zven was just a monster earlier on when the slits are started like you could clearly see that but mm -hmm. it's all based in the support when smoothie was Zven's support he looked pretty bad and now he has vulcan and he looks really good and when Zven had mythy he looked fantastic so it's one of those things where people got to understand if you're playing support that i i used to main support i know exactly mm -hmm. what an adc wants you know it's just more like bot lane is like a relationship you got to be in sync with the person you're with. Oh, this is not going to work out. Also, yep. oh, yeah, Rob. Yeah, sure, man. I sent you the link. You can join. Kofta, he might be sleeping, actually. We started a little bit later past the usual time. He said 9.30 for him, which is also 6.30 for me. So he might be sleeping. Also, T-Root. No, man, you didn't miss anything. We literally just started. He's dead. Kofta's He's dead. <laughs> I took over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He took over his body. Like, well, 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 what's that thing Dark Side does? He, he takes your mind over and shit. He Dark Side him. So you're secretly Kofta in disguise. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I I removed the hummus and added more hot dogs to my diet. And like when you're playing, and even when you're playing bottling, you can tell when someone doesn't either like you or they're not attempting to help you. Like it might be internet connection. But my my problem with giving excuses, dude, is that when you start giving an excuse out, you got to give it to everyone else. Then at that point, because yeah. then you're not being fair. You know, I I don't know. I I think being fair is overrated. Like, <laughs> I like I'm that. Sorry. Too. I'm Same sorry, yeah. Li life's not fair. And life's not even fair. Like, literally, dude, Europe has been getting stimulus checks ever since COVID started big, big, all the way back in March. And when Americans found out, you know how mad they were on Twitter? Oh, I was mad, too. I was like, why are they all getting stimulus checks? And we've got, we, we, we had one at that current moment. Time we had one, obviously. But now we've gotten, like, three. It's like, it's okay. But it's one of those things where it's like, life's not fair, it's, you it's, know? I don't want to go down the COVID rabbit hole because <laughs> I... Uh, especially because of how our, at least our country's political and cultural climate is, it's very. Where are you at actually? I'm in Utah right now. You're in Utah. Oh yeah. Lord. Who yeah, I'm, I, I'm from Florida, so. Okay, I, you're from Florida, Utah. What? So not to really dive too much into that. Sorry. I'm I'm in Salt I'm in Salt Lake, and I was from Orlando. Salt Lake City. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so 
did that whole situation ever get better when people were trying to take over the town, like in the fucking purge? In Salt Lake, or in it was it, it was in some place in Utah. Like earlier on, people were literally trying to take over. No, the no, no. Like, I got, I got, we got, we got into, we got into Utah early December. Like, okay, okay. I, I know nothing about anything ridiculous, and most mm. of it's just ridiculous idiocy. Like, <laughs> like it's. Uh, I wish I had a ma- master quote for this, but it's like some great, some great ideas get turned into belligerent. Idiot, you see. <laughs> but um, more or less so. Like, see, dude, I main top lane. I love playing top lane. People call it. I, I love it. I, I've, love it. I, I did my most recent ones on it. I was Cho'Gath into Aatrox, and it was the first time I ever played against new Aatrox. And I know new Aatrox is like two years old or something like that. <laughs> like Whippo was the first monster at it. But I'm just like, I can't even trade against this guy. Like my E was maxed and I would just like hit him with all three E's and it wouldn't even touch him. I dodge like two of the three. Like hmm. I would miss, I wouldn't be able to miss the third one. And then he'd hit me with mm-hmm. the, with the, with the root thing. And I wouldn't be able to walk out of it. And I'm just like, I'm getting chunked down hard here. And he, and what I hated actually is what I hated about this jungler. Cause it was just a complete clear bronze IQ <laughs> awareness. The Aatrox was clearly smart enough he froze his wave on his side below before his tower hard freeze hard freeze like there was a 20 cs difference and i'm just like i can't walk up on this dude people have to learn also how to trade when you have it's the problem people always keep saying why did i die level one you should not be fighting in minions level one because minions hurt i heard minions do a lot of damage early on that's why you're probably dying level one consistently people are like trading within the wave no 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 what are you doing (laughs) no 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 well i was yelling at i was yelling at the jungler it's like i need you to unfreeze this wave this wave needs to get crashed into Mm -hmm. his tower because he's not pushing it he's he has frozen it there and if i walk up this pantheon's gonna come and dunk me or this aatrox's gonna have the full lane to take his 300 gold advantage and shove it down my throat like so it's just not recognizing wave states and what needs to be done to enable your laners, your solo laners, especially to not get ruined because someone has figured out how to, because especially with Aatrox, you can just life steal your way away. Um, he can just free, he could freeze that wave. And then I either, I have to like force out a whole bunch of spells and come back in and hope no, I don't get ganked. Um, or I, I need my jungler to come up and just help me crash the wave into the tower so it resets back to normal. And no understanding of of even attempting what that is. Like he came up, we got the kill, and then nothing happened. I was like, great. It's going to be exactly where it is. to get teleport right back. It's one of those things you just got to realize I'm taking over the game by myself because... I was Cho'Gath. Like, I, had, I was trying to start to eat, but unfortunately I was feeding someone else. So... <laughs> Doing your best, like, Red Cross impression for the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> um the other other thing i wanted to bring up before we talk about lcs is mm-hmm. um people when they look at league of legends content creators so mm-hmm. I, I think someone asked me um or earlier i had uh, this conversation with someone on twitter they, they said hey why are my views declining for certain league of legends aspects so i can only provide information on the things that i do yeah. Op- League of Legends is generally big for views in any offseason because everyone is curious about what where a player is going, you know, where a player is going to end up being on. So you want to make sure you're capitalizing that, you know, at any given moment mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. But when it's coming to like the regular LCS season, you know, it's just like, who else do you watch? Because most people already have what they're going to watch. Dom, their actual broadcasts, casters people like. It's... And- 
it, it you're already getting to it it's not a matter of your it's 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 there's so much to watch that something's got to take a hit and if you're yeah. not someone's go-to for lcs lec lck discussion um there you go like you're, you're just not in it because people are going to summoning insights to um to uh euphoria to yeah. the dive to um face check to the crackdown um to thorns rotations like there's so many s tier um s tier products out there for people to, to watch that you almost have to be understanding as a creator mm -hmm. what your baseline, what your true committed audience is that are there for you, and they're not there for the general yeah. discussions and what everyone's what everyone else is going to say, you know. Because mm -hmm. that's what I told people, you know, and, and that's what I also mean it towards my main channel because my main channel is pretty successful in terms of YouTube views, analytics, everything. It, mm -hmm. but it, that's not something that I got just yesterday. You know, people got people see like this channel and go, this is just kind of a second baby. Yes, this is my second baby. I didn't, it's like when you have kids, you didn't really want a second kid, but it happens. That's what this channel really is though. I didn't really want this lead channel. I, I really didn't. My, me, me, me and my friend, you know how Azale, Kobe, and Jad talked about um, when they started the dive, they were just talking about league off camera anyway. And, and they thought to themselves, why not just do it for, you know, podcasts and like that? That's what me and my friend did. And that's, I told people, you know, we had such big stylistic differences on how the channel should be ran. He just ended up giving it to me. And I was like, okay, now I have a second channel I didn't really want, but I love League of Legends. So let me try to figure out how to make League content. And my God, in my first year doing it, it was so bad, dude. It was like, I knew. What I was saying, it was hard to convey the points because it's easy mm -hmm. to convey a point differently. Because like I was accustomed to watching Euphoria's Hotline League dive, summoning insights, mm -hmm. Dom's show face check. Now he has Crackdown as well. But it was easy to watch them form league opinions while not exactly doing it myself to an yeah. audience. I could form my opinions to my friend, my and my other friends who like league LCS like all I want, easy, yeah. right? Because I, I know them. But doing it online where I'm going to get criticized for my opinion was different, though. It's an entirely different ball game. And then after that, I had to learn that people like specific type of videos for League. It, thumbnails, titles were all different. I was coming from a completely different background in YouTube more than this. So this is all new to me. And I, I think I'm pretty successful at doing this so far. I like to have my own thing. I like to have my own type of, I don't know, way of lo 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 looking at things and it's not about being right i could care less if people people think i'm right i just want to hear my opinion on certain things you yeah. know because I, I every time i watch those shows it outside of you know that's why i also respect Oren to a certain extent he's generally honest with his opinions him and monte cristo like i'm being honest they're honest other people go on these shows they're acting like pc they're acting all scared it's like very corporate why i don't understand it though and us fans know they're acting that way if i can yeah. tell you're acting this way you this might is, as well just say specific things because we already know it well this is where we uh mark and scara okay I don't, I don't know how to interpret that anime sorry buddy this is where like thorin and dom are like two very two very popular p figures on account of there's nothing about them that is very corporate meanwhile I think we all could agree that we mm -hmm. don't go to Hotline League for Mark. <laughs> Mark, I, I, Mark is somewhere that I wish I was in his career and everything. Like he's done things that I wish I could do mm -hmm. in terms of coaching a team. Um, I think I would be more apt to that than he is by just personality types. Um, and then he's on broadcast and he's still there. 
But I think that's because he's one of the safest personalities in the scene. And he keeps it that way. He keeps it um, pretty buttoned up, uh, adorable at some point with like his hair or his cat. But Mark is not a controversial opinion. The most controversial discussion he ever had was uh, going to battle with LS on the stats for um, oh, Merlin Omicron. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, not that. that's, yeah. that's not a that's not a principle based thing. Like Dom yeah. would Dom would almost insinuate, but Thorne would articulate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Dom would be like the gut reaction of like something's messed up about this, and Thorne would be like, "Here's the articulated like principles." that dictate like a good idea or a good uh, set of actions. Um, and so that's where like, they don't end up on riot because riot's not interested in that stuff or, you know, that's its own, you can expound on that. So we, when we go, like, I think the reason Travis Scafford's one of the most beloved personalities is because he plays the corporate game very openly, very honestly, but he's a lovable guy. It's mm-hmm. clear. He works hard. He's incredibly transparent. What he does. And he puts out stuff that no one else is putting out. Like the, the amount of wins versus how much money that was put out by teams like postseason mm-hmm. is that like not making salaries that, but that video like Travis works his ass off. It's very apparent. Mm-hmm. He's got his own personality about it and he, he appeals to the lowest common denominator for entertainment and for journalism as, as you can call it. He's an interviewer and he's got his entertainment elements for just who he is and hotline leak. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what had happened, man. I came from my main channel t- to bringing something of element because there was something in that specific scene that I was main from. Channel? On my main channel, I, I did Yu-Gi-Oh content, but okay, then I realized like one thing. So most people had an idea of what you already wanted out of it. So I, I thought to myself, people like this specific thing, but I need to change something up because what people do in YouTube, this is just last point that we're going to talk about L- LCS and LEC. Yeah. People go... Devin Nash, I don't know if you guys subscribe to that guy. He's really good at talking about branding and all these other things. But what, what he did say that I really, really agree with is if you are not providing anything different worth of value, no one's going to really like subscribe. Why? Because people people are, let's be honest, with you, people are kind of stupid and they kind of only follow a, a few amount of people. They see a channel with like 100,000 subscribers. They subscribe to that channel. They don't look at channels like this. And it's, I, I like the audience we have here. I, I love all the people that have supported the channel throughout the you know two years. It's well, three years. It's been rel- relatively running. Oh, sorry, two and a half. And it's just how it is. I have to bring something different of value. That's why I bring my own shows. That's why I bring my own different type of videos generally when I can. You know, you have to bring something different of value. And mm-hmm. for Yu-Gi-Oh, there's these, there's these things called market watches. So people like to be kind of told what to spend their money on. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. I don't like watching 10-minute Yu-Gi-Oh market watches. I don't buy cards when people say, hey, do this in 10 minutes. What could you possibly tell me in 10 minutes to buy this card that's like 20 bucks and potentially telling me you're, you're going to be able to flip it, right? So I thought to myself, it's going to be harder, but I'm going to make them like 20 minutes. Then I started making them 30 minutes. And people were like, wait a minute. I like these way better than the normal ones I'm getting. They started getting more views and more traction. And later on, the channel started blowing up a lot more. And that's when all the grinding put into work. I I, I took an, a clearly, I took a clear-cut established thing, and I made it my own. And now I have an audience for it. And then I was like, okay, um, this year, I, I wanted to bring more pop culture content in. So I started doing like you know podcasts more and superhero news and things like that. People who are new to the platform or even on Twitch, you got to bring something different, though, because yeah. why would I, I watch generic girl number three when I could just watch Pokemon and Valkyrie? Why? Like, yeah. it's no offense to these new newer women that are doing this, but why would I watch you, though? You know, you're not being different. You're not being unique. That's just how it is. You know, Yeah. well, that's where like 
like so let's just like be honest as like straight males here but like <laughs> we will scroll through instagram or whatever social media you want to pick and just be identifying you know hot girl hot girl attractive <laughs> things like that oh, I there's mean, warren hey how are you i mean maybe in my 20s but now dude i just look at a girl and like man whatever let me finish you're right you're right let me finish this let me finish this thought because like I, I i hear your personality i think i'm gonna like it um <laughs> but but so but like for me at least i'll roll through and be like hot hot whatever whatever mm -hmm. but there are very few like cosplayers or you could even say streamers. there's very few girls on the internet that are influencers or whatever that i'm just like no i'm actually interested in like this person that just so happens to be hot like mm -hmm. it's like there's some intrigue about them for at least someone who like cares about psychology it's like okay what makes this person tick or something like that or what about them is of actual interest beyond just oh anime titties and i'm so no it's like I, I you get to a certain point it's like i've seen enough i need i need something that's gonna make me actually appreciate you as a person or something like that like um you know i've been following i've been like aware of meg turney for like over a decade now and I'm just interested to see how her career has been going, what she's focusing on, what she's had to move away with cosplay, or like her career decisions that she's had, her relationship with Gavin and Rooster Teeth. Like that's more interesting than just, oh, you know, hot outfit. Like, sorry, like guy, guys are shallow for about like five seconds. And it's like, okay, I need more substance here, please. Like you just got to get past that first five seconds. <laughs> uh, I also, well, Warren, what you got? Also, I Ward's a TSM fan, so he's been waiting to come on these shows to wreck <sighs> people who are doubting him. Got, he's I like, the, no. the, 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 the freaking fans were doubting me. me Warren is now me, a prophet. <laughs> let, me, let me get this out, and then Warren, I'll give it to you. It's like, how does it feel to be out of Valorant? Uh, how does it feel to see Wardell and, the, and his boys out of VCT, you bitch? Now, go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I just, I only watch TSM for league and i'm i i tell it's funny i tell people on the fan cast i'm a realistic tsm fan yeah okay you know, i'm not yeah. a loser i'm not the, i'm like for instance when the when they had two years that it didn't make worlds i was like they just stunk they're like i'm not gonna be delusional mm -hmm. and whatever yeah. but to go on your point it's like i get i know what you mean because um i was reading an article i think it was 2019 or 2020 but basically um this female she was like 28 probably like very beautiful a model or something like that and she's trying to get a she literally wrote to like uh like a, a, a rich person like a guy that was like a 50 year old ceo and was like you know i've been trying to get you know someone to like sugar daddy me up but i can't why is that and and this guy literally broke it down for his like well the thing is you got to have some sort of value like okay, yeah, I get a 20-year-old, 28-year-old, I can, you know, clap her a bit, but you are not, if you're not, you're not smart, you don't have your own business, you're just a pretty face, and he's he was, like, basically, of course, he articulated much better and didn't, like, insult her, I'm just doing the abridged version, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he basically said, like, you need to have some sort of value, because after that, like, Let's be honest. And this either, is, you, either you can provide me for a long time or you're just a weekend bitch. Like, right. Like, let's be, and this is no offense to any um, females or women or however pronoun you want me to use. Yeah. Um, 
after 30, it's just going downhill for women. <laughs> I'm being so no, that's that's a biology element because like after after 30, everything starts hitting and the and like the body is not able to like actually do the full reproduction cycle. So after 30, mostly like really after like 35, I think would be the hardest number um, for women for if they want to have children, right. but their body just can't do it. So like, cause we, you don't hear about a lot of 40 year olds having, you know, healthy kids. Like, it's, it's, it's very rare. Yeah. So like, and, and the thing is that, and this is going to be the very crude version of saying it, women become quote unquote, and I'm trying to say this very technically, they become fat and ugly because it is a biological visual sig signifier of they are not healthy for re reproduction. So like, it's just a part of reality in life. And I think what needs to really happen is like an understanding and acceptance of that for like what you're looking for, for the rest of your life out of both yourself as a woman. And for those that are attracted to women, it's like, you need to understand it's like, Hey, this is going to happen. I don't I, like, if they're going to get pregnant, their body is going to get fucked up. Right. And like it, and, and it's going to look away. And so and like, the thing is they need to do stuff. Like I think, both parties like the husband needs to like encourage the wife or the girlfriend or whatever because you know people don't believe some people don't believe in marriage but like i saw one lady that was in the gym and she was like at least looking eight ten months and she was on the treadmill just on the treadmill pregnant like mm -hmm. still working work like just on the treadmill she wasn't doing any weight so like if I you I was on horseback two weeks before I was born, homie. Like my mom did not mess around. Like yeah, yeah. As long as you put, as long as you keep realize that you know, and same thing goes for males. Like when you start, like after thirty, you know, your belly starts. You know, you used to push it out for fun, and then you realize it's a keg, and mm -hmm. it's, and you start looking like Homer. So you know, mm -hmm. you're right. People need to take care of themselves nowadays. So, oh, yeah. but, but in regards to the Twitch thing, like. Yeah, maybe when I was like early, I'd say 21, 22, yeah. when, when I didn't have oh, a social yeah. life and no swag. <laughs> yeah, I would I would watch them like, yeah, I can relate to that girl. And it's cool because she plays video games. But then I realized she probably doesn't know how to talk to people. This is her only platform. And she's just some regular basic. woman. Woman. She's a basic. She's not even. A, she's not even a mean girl. She's just basic. Yeah. And, and like, then, yeah. Looking like <laughs> acting like skim milk. Just. <laughs> you ever notice, like when you say, "I remember," I told, I told someone, "I was like, man, you're just ordinary." <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. What do yeah. you? How could you say that to me? I, it's, I, don't, it's like, I don't mean. To, I don't mean to clap, but like my example is like I was. I was like you know, at least an Instagram fan of like Amaranth for a while. And then I just like kind of put together what I'd seen for like a year. I was like, there's nothing here. Like it's just some hot girl playing video games and doing low level photography for her look. Like and ASMR, which is not that great. And I see, I don't, and I don't care about ASMR. So like there's a product line that just gets ignored by your homie. So like, yeah. Okay. Bye. Like I ain't worried about it. I don't know. It's, this does not, and I, I like all types of women. The whole pale thing, like, I, there's only certain women that can pull off a pale, good model look. And some pale looks amazing, and some muscle. pale needs more Flintstone vitamins in their life it, or something. It's like, like it, there's no middle ground, you know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's either you're getting Daenerys Targaryen or you're getting Smeagol. Uh, 
Smeagol. <laughs> oh, All right, let's let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's bring it back to. We want to get on to LCS now, right? Right, night. There's LCS. Oh my god, people actually oh. like League of Legends. I just I just fuck around, with you guys. All right, so to end off the LCS 2021 spring split, let's bring up the standings because my boys Cloud Nine sitting here at first place. As who lost to CLG this weekend? I love the how CLG is going to clap either. <laughs> CG's gonna clap in summer or the or the team is gonna lose its LCS spot. It's one way or the other. If you guys didn't know what the standings are like because you've been busy with work, Golden Guardian sitting at 3 and 15 at 10th place, CLG 5 and 13 at 9th place, FlyQuest 6 and 12, 8th place, Immortals 7 and 11 at 7th place, Evil Genius is sitting here at 10 and 8, locked into 6th place. Gigatoss sitting at 11 and 7 at 5th place. 100 Thieves sitting at 4th place at 11 and 7. Team Liquid sitting at 3rd place, 12 and 6. TSM defying expectations, 2nd <laughs> place at 12 and 6. And Cloud9 sitting at the top of the standings at 13 and 5. Cloud9 securing 1st place. But I have to ask you guys this. Is Cloud9 the best team in the LCS? Because... Some of these early games were looking mighty suspect. Well, again, you know, we talked about this earlier in the, mm -hmm. the wrapper for the week, man. I feel like Perks turns on in a best of series. Mm -hmm. And this is why I thoroughly freaking hate best of best of ones. <laughs> I really do. Like, cause I cause look at look at what happened in the lock-in. Like the lock-in was a glorified scrim, right? But mm -hmm. Cloud Nine clawed their way and played almost like almost did a TSM run in the lock-in, basically, mm -hmm. considering the amount of games. It's and I'm, I'm sure that, guides them. Right. So like to me, do I think they're do I think they're the best team? No. I think Team Liquid edges them out just by mm -hmm. like if you told me if you switched out Santorin for like for someone else, I would say Team Liquid is miles ahead but it's like it's an edge it's like a little edge i think mm -hmm. team Ek was i have more faith in team liquid than i do have in c9 right now just right now mm -hmm. for yeah. me when it comes to like cloud nine i think a lot of people just i don't know like you you're have, have you ever met somebody who's so in love with something they just can't see flaws in it at all yes i'm what T wait what reddit tsm fans it's just yeah. one of those things where like you could clearly see cloud nine play badly and then cloud nine fans on twitter reddit facebook anywhere are just gonna be like oh well you know development process what so what you gotta judge for people what they are right now yeah you can develop and have something you're that's an end goal what that's personally fine Right, but if they're playing badly right now, I have to judge that right now. You know, right. some of these early games were looking really, really suspect. Like, I, and and I hey, I just call it like I see it. You know, I love Cloud Nine, but hey, sometimes you got to be like, hey, some of these early games were looking really bad. Some of these early games where they were definitely prioritizing certain things were not the right optimal move. There was the game, classic example, the game against a hundred thieves, the set, the first time around. Remember when they were winning the game and they were throwing it at dragons and then later on 100 Thieves were like, man, fuck it. I would just go jump off a cliff too because they were ended up – remember, people remember this. FBI was constantly getting triple kills. Someday was out playing fudge. I mean, shocker, right? Because people can outplay play fudge. He's just consistently running it down constantly. 100 Thieves were clawing their way back and then later on it was a move between – 
I think two of the C9 players to bring it back where they were winning. Also, C9 had a really close game against CLG the first time around they played. That was a really close game. While Total even, you know, even ended up getting a pentakill. They had a really, they even lost this game. They had a really close game against um, TSM the second time they played around, just like last week or so, you know, where Blabber was ahead and then he just completely threw it. So there's certain issues that they have that a lot of people just refuse to acknowledge. And I don't really know how to really talk to these people because it's like, all right, if you have C9's cock that far down your throat, nothing I'm, I'm saying is going to really, you know, change it, you know. But I just want just, to just get your guys' general opinions on um, Cloud9 because I feel like they are a top three team. Are they head and shoulders away the best team? Eh, I guess it depends on who you talk to. So I think the eye test that we're all kind of putting out is agreeable that TL is cleaner, especially with uh, Cloud9's recent mm -hmm. early game issues that we've you know already highlighted. I'm <laughs> going to actually, what I'm going to throw in... Um, is I think what Perks is actually leading this team to do is what uh, Grabs is leading G2 to do. Mm -hmm. I think, and I wish I had a prop with me, I think C9 is currently sandbagging into the playoffs. <laughs> I haven't heard I, that term in ages, man. Are they, are they sandbagging? Like I... Based on based on perks, at least perks in that Victor game where they were like, were what was it? It was um, oh, against, against it was TSM. No, it was a C9 TSM game from like two weeks ago now. Yeah, where where um it was the fight at Red and Blabber ends up three levels over Spica and like Cloud9 <laughs> just goes on autopilot and perk. Like the moment I realized that perks was not focused was when he got caught top lane on Victor and it's like you shouldn't have been there. You had no reason to be there. Like you just lost all sense of map awareness, and here you are getting bunked, and TSM get to run this back because Cloud9 just didn't care. Like they're there, they got it. They and I, I just if um if Cloud9 is aiming to do with perks what G2 was doing, like if that's sort of like the goal and mindset that you have, then you don't then you cannot burn yourself out this early in the season. And Team Liquid's already talked about, and that's what had Team Liquid on the first half of the spring split looking so dogged. And, you know, Tactical saying he's getting burnt out already. And he's, you know, in his sophomore year right now. So, like, he doesn't have that veteran, like, you know, mm -hmm. leather skin to him to, like, really run a full year of success. Um, you could see it in his gameplay, too. Remember those Tristana yeah. games where he was just randomly yeah. getting caught out? Against yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. just straight up, man, yeah. I thought this you're was competitive. Seeing, you're Bro, I thought seeing. this was a competitive wind, wind trade. He straight up yeah. walked into a bush with no vision and got Galio destroyed. Yeah. You're seeing <laughs> you're seeing an elongated version of fatigue. It's not mm -hmm. fatigue that's like hospitalization or you should just go mm -hmm. get eight hours. It's a different kind of mental fatigue where you have been doing this day in and day out for months. And it's just, and, and that's where Core JJ is still like one of the top performing players on that team. Mm-hmm. Hold on. There we go. And he's done the full world's run, the busiest year of some of any professional League of Legends player can do. He knows like he's still in his warm-up jog for Core <laughs> JJ or even Jensen, you know? Um, and Jensen's just on a back seat for this team. He's not a carry. It's Alfari or Tactical or Core JJ or even Santorum when it was carry jumpers. So I think C9 is taking a mental sandbag game. And it's going to be a big question of it if that's if they've done enough sort of chilling and resting, waiting for the playoff patch to come, and now they're going to buckle down and they're going to slap cheeks because that's going to be the big test. Like all the eye tests are completely valid, 
but that's going to be what I'm actually looking for and expecting if Perks is running this team like I think he is. Because, like, Blabber has been really good for Cloud9, but then I, I, I think it's super disingenuous to disregard a player like Dardock as well, who's had maybe a bigger impact on his team than Blabber has had on his team. You know, that, there's Whoa. a reason why I'm considering Dardock to be in my MVP category because he's had a really standout split. He, him yeah. and Alfred have been playing yeah, really yeah, yeah. great, honestly. I'm I'm about that for a lot of dig in a way uh, because – it what's what's so funny is that I think after last year we kind of want to let's like ex, excuse Blabber mm-hmm. from any MVP conversations because it's not even a question of if he's worth it. It's like we need to highlight someone else who's actually been a standout. Because <laughs> like you know, I was I was predicting on my channel. I was like, I think Darduck might actually make TSM godlike last year, and then like the TSM org and Reggie just destroy Darduck. <laughs> now Darduck's getting like the ultimate anime like revenge arc. He's still the bad guy, but he's gonna just look good <laughs> while doing it, you know. And it's crazy. No one remembers this. TSM had the second best early game that split when Cloud Nine were dominating simply because Darduck was hard dragging them through the early game. I mean, I imagine mm-hmm. that they had the second best early game stats when Cloud Nine is just by far and away the best team in the league. To yeah, be, that's insane. To be fair, I don't think they utilize because I, I remember that team. I don't think they utilize Kabe really well. That's true. No, no. You, I believe Dom on this, and I also believe it. Listening to more European viewpoints on it, like um Peter Dunn, I think even talked about this on the recent crackdown. Kabe was just left out in the dirt. Like Dude. the the meth the amount of playing around the ADC. Like the words I just said are not words that are said inside the TSM house last year. Cause, cause, but that's what I mean though. Like they didn't play around them. So like, yeah, yeah, no, no, this is, where, right. this is where, this is where I would almost actually contend that uh, coach Bjergsen might actually be more impressive than the last five years of, B- of Bjergsen, the player, even in his infancy and in his novice level as a mm-hmm. coach, because when, when you hear LS and Dom, like people that watch these games and play this game way more than, way more than I can, mm-hmm. when they're having high opinions of it and TSM is clapping cheeks, you have to kind of sit there and go like, well, what is making lost an unknown ADC that's been of no real repute until recently. Um, Huni, who has been washed up by some and a known quantity for a while. Power of Evil, who is the best thing that they have on them. Sword Art, who has been popping off when he's gotten his engaged supports, but by some opinions is not worth his, Im- his uh, import cost. And then Spico, who is kind of the name brand. He's the only carryover player. He's I can the only bring all those yeah. players. But yeah, yeah, authority, authority after this, yeah. So yeah. like, so I'm kind of looking at this going like, who got this team to get on the same page? Is because it, it's is weird. It, is, is, Bjergsen, is, Bjergsen right. really, is Bjergsen really running this? War you're right. Europe, because War in Europe, right? Because the the issue here is that TSM objectively have a they did not they did not really bring in you know a good roster this split for TSM standards right but just for TSM standards alone the uh, roster looks kind of suspect uh, but you know I I think it looks suspect because of Huni Huni but if you had someone else we we wouldn't be safe. like if it was impact there we would have been like okay clear cut this mm-hmm. team is going this 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 team is fine right mm-hmm. uh but i mean i think what tsm have haven't done in a long time is that parth isn't uh their coaching staff is different i think they got the guy from i believe that was on origin they got curry that was on flyquest so that really helps out Birkson because you know flyquest was up and coming and curry curry was you gotta say he did pretty well. I mean, he had Solo in the top lane, you know, who's that, that he brought to kind of worlds, mm-hmm. you know, with him. And like, 
and Wild Turtle and and Ignar. Well, I don't think Ignar. I just really think Solo was the the inter of that world. But that's near the, neither here nor there. I <laughs> think what it is is that we're seeing an emphasis of team synergy. You know, this is not a super team. This is all people like working together. Like we've seen super teams fail. Look at the misfits of 2018. That just went to, to garbage with like, what was it? Soaz, Gorilla, um, Afari. And then it was Maxler and that was team with like projected to and to win it, win. And they just did terrible. I think people are realizing when you put a team together, it has to be synergistic. You have to know what you're getting. And about the sort out thing, like, look where Suning is right now. They're like seven. They can, they're seven and six, I believe. They're trying to like get like the the eighth spot. Um, Sorta has a ton of experience. Look how many times he's been to Worlds. He's yeah. And this and this whole notion about like he's washed up. Like I hear sometimes I, like sometimes I like Dom and Clement Chu and and Ellis, but then sometimes I'm like, yo, shut up. Sometimes like. Like, like Clement's like, oh, Sora's not mechanically good. I could say the same thing for Mithy back in the, but Mithy played pretty good, and he look look at the accomplishments he had. Like he he played to a while, so like it's like, why is it if you're like 23, you're considered um, fossilized? You know, like he still has plenty of his career to go, <laughs> and I think beer, and I and I think, and people were like, I also mentioned that the best thing TSM did. Was Doublelift and Bjergsen leaving? Because now it's not like the Bjergsen and the Doublelift team. Now TSM can start fresh. Does it suck to lose, you know, uh, two iconic players? Of course. I I I I do miss uh, Bjergsen, but do we need to move on? Yeah, because now it's not. Now we can't. Now it's finally. Oh, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, is Bjergsen's controlling the team? Oh, it's the TSM jungler thing. Oh, the, <laughs> you know that that meme is gone now because Bjergsen's not there. So it actually was a he's controlling Spica like a puppet in the background like this. Well, <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, well, now so, he has to, now he has to have a more holistic view of the game instead of just a mid lane focus. T Root he says was Huni the preseason question mark or is it lost? I think it was both because like it was Huni yeah. <laughs> hands down Huni. Lost was a question mark, but Huni was like the what's that saying? The straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, okay, this is a questionable roster for these TSM standards. Yeah, and that's good. I I like that they took players that people thought weren't going to be good and it made them good. I like that. That's a good thing to do. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, like, yes, I I, want to actually circle or just at least to nail what Warren said about Sorta because the value Mm -hmm. of Sorta, because if we're going to do an eye test of at least what Sorta is providing for the team, he's not the core JJ equivalent. And that's where that's where the analysis would come in for. Is he providing import level um, value? So the only other thing that we can actually sort of try to extrapolate from our know nothing points of view um, especially watching how Sooning's fallen with this very similar roster and now Sword Art's gone, mm-hmm. is that the everything behind the scenes that we will never see and never know between Bjergsen, um, Huni, and Sword Art discussing and making the team head in a concise direction may very well be where the value is actually there. And that's why they look so clean for like a whole weekend, uh, like for a while. Like they've just looked really clean and have been winning far more than I expected them to. Like mm-hmm. I, I was actually starting to compare like where the final standings were and like digs, obviously the big factor that like mm-hmm. threw everything off, 
But my preseason prediction was like from top to bottom was like C9, TL, EG, 100, TSM, Fly, IMM, Immortal, CLG, GG, DIG. And you just throw DIG way up there, CLG, GG at the bottom. Like everything else is still there. TSM is, what is TSM's ranking now? Second. Second. I had them at fourth. I had, yeah. I had them at fifth, but crawl, they could get fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I yeah. Because I, I even said when I had my power rankings, I'm putting them at fifth because of, like, objectively looking at that roster, no one could, like, people would be straight up capping to you. Most people thought that roster was going to not be that good. They literally they, only had two good players. Like, well, all, we, all I saw happening was that Power Review was going to do another clutch CLG thing. It's like, I'm going to drag this team to playoffs. Like, just give, give me a control mage meta. I will drag this team. But in a much nicer German way of saying it. Um, and Sword Art, I thought Sword Art was going to be fantastic. Everyone's saying, "Oh my God, they overpaid for Sword Art." Okay, guys, like I, I get it. He made a few bad mistakes in the Sooning Damn One Finals, but dude, that's Damn One. I mean, what do you want him to do? Barrel yeah. is really good. <laughs> what do you yeah. want from him? Sometimes you have to int to win. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've even told people this, dude. Like, you can have a really good player, but sometimes there's just a gap. There's just a gap. Yeah. Like caps, yeah. like caps is really good for Western standards, right? But oh, you can clearly God. see. Don't ever you, mention that craps to me, craps, <laughs> dude. But dude. people could realize that rookie's better than caps. He just oh, by is. Far. By far. Yeah, like rook, rook, like caps is really good for Western League of Legends standards, right? But when it comes to a player like rookie, he's like it's just worse. Sometimes you could just be genuinely worse than a person, and you're not doing anything wrong. You're just a worse player than him. That's how these kind of things work. You know? That's why there's only one Chovy. Welcome to, to the Church of LS. To, to oh my God, the Church of <laughs> LS. To answer uh, anime, uh, <laughs> I think we uh, remember um, Lost was on Echo Fox, so he's he's been on uh, you know not the best dorg at all. Mm-hmm. So he's had experience. So I knew what I was. I knew what and and like even they said that he was kind of up and coming and and mm-hmm. you know like it's one of those things where you know like I like I mentioned the Draymond Green if you watch basketball, sometimes players are not in the right organizations and sometimes mm-hmm. they need the organization to be good and the reason I think Tony was the bigger outlier is because like they felt like he did a a grand theft on you know Dig because what was Dig was playing in what. Two million or something like that. So that was a grand theft uh, heist right there, and they felt like he hasn't done anything what since Clutch helping Clutch get to Worlds. But I mean, Clutch didn't. Did Clutch even win a game at Worlds? No, but they did look interesting against the good teams. That's what people <laughs> give them. Like, okay, they look competitive in some of the games. Yeah. So like you know, and Hooney's what twenty. I'm looking right now. I think Hooney's 23 as well. I'm sorry. All I like to point out on that age conversation is that Hiko over in Valorant on 100 Thieves just turned like 31 and he's still clapping kids. Oh like my God. I'm actually a brain dead moron. I put a post on Reddit and someone actually commented and yet I put no link to the actual video. Um, Yeah, Hooney's 23. Like, like what is it? I think Core JJ is hitting 26 or like, like maybe Hooney, like let's say Hooney was like on got to say i don't know c9 or instead of team liquid we don't know if he could have remember he went to dig for money he went to echo fox for money like these orgs aren't really like let's be honest like 
If someone told me I'm going to go into LCS, I want to either go 100 Thieves, TSM, TL, C9, and then maybe EG, because EG seems to kind of know what they're doing. Do I want? Hell yeah. no, I don't want to go to no other order. That's stupid. In my eyes, I don't feel <laughs> like my career is going to go. Oh, FlyQuest. But FlyQuest kind of shit the bed because they kind of went off of like world type <laughs> off of Jose Diodo, honestly. So. Also, you know, funding. Oh, but oh, this, but this is the thing. Yeah, this is what I said, and this this narrative keeps happening because it always does. This is just true. People take players from C nine Academy or a C nine roster, and they make them look like crap. It's happened like so many different times. Happened with high contracts. Fucking the Flycrest original roster. There you uh. also have Svens Garen and um, those guys from last year, Svens Garen, Kumo, and what was his name? Uh, Zazel. You had it this year with Powell Fox, Diamond, and Licorice. Mm, I, contracts was silly. Like, he, I think it was more like I'm 18 and dumb. Because, like, to me, yeah, you, you did good at Worlds. What made you think that leaving C9 and going to Golden Guardians was going to be a good move? That's just dumb. There's, there's no Bro, you other... left to play with Matt and Lorlo. Like, play, play with Lorlo or Matt. <laughs> Again, like some of these, like this is why you need like the sports psychologists, the people around you, because then they can like sit down. Like these people, like you remember at the end of the day, like these people just get out of high school. They're still, you know, not don't have a mature sort of thinking mm -hmm. about like the the longevity and all that other stuff. Like I'm pretty sure Contract just saw green. He didn't see well. I could learn from you know Reaper as the years go. I can learn, you know, mm -hmm. this is a good org for Cloud. Now he was like, "GG's gonna give me uh, green, green." So <laughs> he's definitely feeling those effects now. Also, the last team to talk about is Team Liquid. They locked third. Now, was this a disappointment based off no. the pre expectations for Team Liquid? No. Okay. No. I'm pretty happy that they were able to win, lock in, deal with the burnout. You know, get themselves back together, especially getting Santorin in town, mm -hmm. um, and then be able to end the in the split basically in spring strong and get in the mm -hmm. playoffs. Like, because most people had them at what, like second place. So I, had them in third. Third. I had my first. I had, yeah, I still top yeah. three. You know, yeah, yeah, but like we're also like that's it. That's you know regular season. So it's if you're gonna, it, it all depends on what you're prioritizing. Like yeah. they, they, it's like, you know, rogue gets number one in summer split last year in EU, but everyone's like, that's cute. Like, <laughs> like you're still going to go to worlds and like beg for W's, you know, like everyone's just looking at G2 and fanatic to run miracles while rogues is like, I'm so happy to be here. You know? <laughs> so I think, I think if you want to have a realistic approach to TL's placements is just, just get into playoffs, like try to get high seating, but just get into playoffs. You like Jat cannot put, so much pressure on these guys to be a hundred percent. If they're going to look at worlds and be like, we need mm -hmm. to be alive well and at our best for worlds. Like, you know, they want lock and that's a great warm, heavy start to the year yeah. spring split. Let's get it together. You know, my only issue with team liquid display, uh, just, I just have a few of them because I, I truly never thought they were that bad. Mm -hmm. Cause you could see like, they're still pretty solid. They just were mis executing and like dives and team fights. It was Jensen that was really playing pretty poorly. I know this, cause I'm, I'm a part of the team liquid Reddit. They're like, Oh, well, Jensen has all these stats. People stop looking at stats. Look at the actual games because a stat will not show you that this player was not playing well in a, a way that you're not going to know because the numbers are going to obviously show you a, a part of the game where, it's just not going to be something you're going to truly 
capitalize on. So, uh, uh, so like this is an example I could get. So back in the day, there was I forgot this player who was really really good at being on a, like a stats guzzler for like the NBA, you know. But in terms of looking at it when he actually was playing, he looks pretty average, right? Oh, LeBron. LeBron was a, a good like stats guzzler. People called him right. He wouldn't. He wasn't playing good at, at a certain point in his career. Now he's playing good. All you know. Now more years later on that came along, but. You know, it's one of those things where, like, stats, people like to cite stats when they don't know what the hell they're talking about. That's exactly what people do. I get, you can bring in stats to further your point. That's good. Like, oh, saying this player dies too much and they have low CS differentials. That's fine. You, you, We can clearly see that. But to say, like, this player is playing good because they have good stats is, that's a completely disingenuous argument. Fudge has good stats. Is Fudge the best top laner? No, not even close. You know, not it's just one not, of those not things. Not by most people's eye tests. Oh, no. <laughs> this man was over here straight up running it down against Finn <laughs> in the Aurelia matchup. I mean, oh, my God. For, so my for my assessment of Team Liquid, they did – I'll definitely give them an A because think about it. Last spring <clears throat> split, they didn't even make playoffs. They, they could have made playoffs, but they kind of – uh, crapped a bit. They had visa issues too, as as they did yeah. this this one, and they were able. They were almost fifth six, and they turned it around midseason. You want to see a top team, um, you know, do do that. Cloud Nine went, I think, one and four in the last uh, one and three, I believe, in the last two weeks. Um, I think Team Liquid's fine. I, if you said, if you asked me right now, who would you want to go to MSI Worlds? I, Team Liquid's uh, a, an easy pick for me. I, I feel confident sending mm-hmm. that team to Worlds or or MSI. Like I like what Jat's doing. Um, I don't know what Jensen. I don't know what Jensen. Maybe Jensen was trying something new. Sniffing that Danish crack, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. Like this is not the Jensen I saw. Like that would have played like a Kali and yeah, would, like you know. Or, or, or like the zillion even to like I'll try to outshine Bjergsen. Like he felt like he was like a like a a, a better version of Ica. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, so. Let's actually let's think about this. Jensen for a long time has played with um, weak side top laners, primarily Impact actually. Mm-hmm. And this is the first iteration, I believe, where Jensen is actually not required to be the primary carry. Mm -hmm. And so what I think needs to be reminded is that Jensen, there's too many carries on this team right now, actually. Like someone has to not shine. Like the best thing going forward is like Santorin goes on tanks because the meta changes away from these hyper farming junglers. Um, these carry junglers, but you have Alfari who you want to, who they usually pick for their carry for their carry solo laner, at least Jensen, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jensen gets a neutralizing mid laner and bot lane gets to, you know, make magic because Corey J is a God. So, and, and tactical <laughs> when he's not, you know, looking dumb and fatigued f- f- tactical has been one of the b- best surprise picks to be like, Hey, NA talent is here. You know, and, mm-hmm. like a lot of the rookies right now are just showing themselves to be that. So, I'm very much with on with with you on the part where Jensen is not acting like what we expect, but I don't think Jensen knows like he knows his role consciously, but does he have subconscious patterns in play to be a weak uh, a weak side solo laner? You know, and that's my thing too is like looking at the point you just brought up 
I was thinking to myself, my friend, he was bringing up this point too. When you bring Alfari into your team, something has to give because Santorin, he already, let's be honest here, Santorin doesn't gank much at all. So when he does, he's going to really prioritize who he thinks is going to be the strongest person. Now, I initially thought you bring in Santorin to fix your mid-jungle synergy. That's why you would bring Santorin in. I don't know why else would you, because he's not going to make your... Santorin's not going to be a big X factor for them, I think, at Worlds, potentially. I think he's going to be one of their weakest players, but... Because like, <laughs> like, I don't think he'll bring them to the next level, though. He's not a player that... How would I say this? Like a player like Dardock, you, you you can clearly see if you brought Dardock back to Team Liquid, he would bring bring him to another level, right? But hey, breaking point two point out. I think Steve would have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> or like Svenskaren. Do you like? Would you rather have Svenskaren on Team Liquid, or would you rather have Santorin? That's how I like. I like to see it. Would you rather have Blabber on Sent uh, Team Liquid, or would you rather have Santorin? It's one of those I'd, things. I'd rather have. Svenskaren. I just first of all, his name is cool. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> High level analysis right here, kids. Uh, no, I would have said okay. So like, I just pulled up um the the worlds where Santorin was in. Let's think about like that group that he in. he went up against Pioshik, Karsa. I'm not gonna count. Hase, because they went zero six, but of course, you know they're not TSM, so no one's gonna say shit to them. But oh, right, yeah, that was, it's fine. It's fine. It's, a, it's double, okay. Double standard bullshit, right? Double standard BS. Like you know, Glush goes zero six, but nobody's but TSM. <laughs> but whatever. Yo, yo, no, 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 no. You don't get to roll away with that one. Clutch. Everyone, including Clutch, had low expectations for what they were gonna do. TSM gets to talk mad shit in the in the summer split as number one with the championship, and then go dog shit yeah. at the worlds. But, so, but let's be honest. Like we don't. I mean, we could go down this rabbit hole, but like, come on, they had already to, the hole. They had to go look at I. Okay, so my you want to know my take? I think mm-hmm. they got burned out from playing all of those games, and when it came to worlds, and then they have to do more more practice upon practice. To go up against those things, I think they would just like I'm pooped. I'm 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 senior Sounds citizen. Like they shouldn't have gone. <laughs> I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But my point, I'm gonna go back to Santorin. I mm-hmm. think like he performed well at for for his what that was his second time at Worlds. Second time ever at Worlds. Yeah. yeah. I think he cons- considering that I think the group he went in was like. Pioshek is a good jungler. We can agree on that, right? Yeah, Carson, he became good. He was actually pretty terrible. He started the Udyr method meta. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, so bad I, when he first he, started. Remember, he was awful with Doran. That guy stunk. And I was like, he progressed so well. I was so proud of him. I was like, this guy's becoming an insanely good carry jungler. Look at, and then we got Karsa from, from Flash Wolves. To that's what speak for itself. <laughs> right, that just speaks for itself, right? So, like, considering, and then they went three and three. I, I think Santorin... It is it's fine. I just think it's one of those things like I feel like he's just a step above Ix Smithy, which is not saying much, but it means a lot going into an international play. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm confident because like I look at that. I think honestly, I think last year was the hardest worlds to go through as a team. Like every group you shouldn't they should not have like under I felt like last year's worlds on a competitive standpoint, I mean like I saw Machi and look how they 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 kind of could have won a game or more games. Rogue got destroyed in their group. Like I, I felt like last year was a world that was like, hmm, wake up call. So like, mm-hmm. 
but in regards to Santorin, I think it's fine. Again, I don't know what they're. I don't know if Jensen's trying to be. I think Jensen could fill the role of Nins, a better Niski if he wants to fill. If he has to take mm-hmm. a back seat, I think he could be a way better Niski. We can all agree on that. Yeah, I just think that sent. I I just think that Team Liquid need a carry jungler. I think they want a carry jungler. They keep getting these like role playing junglers. Well, I mean, Santorin's no self-made, so that ain't gonna happen, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta also think about team balance. Like, if you get, like, say, if you put, let's say, they brought back Darduck, that's too many fish in the, that's too many chiefs at the table, man. Hey, bro, the yeah. fish is full of the the ocean is full of fish, and they all get a chance to eat. Let's be honest here. No, they <laughs> don't. Some, no, they don't. Some of them die. Some of them I know. Up my I, fish damn stick. it. What are you talking damn about? Damn it. No, you don't I, get to I throw it up. Come on, man. Out, you don't get to throw out cliches without me bringing up some tartar sauce to eat that up. Now, <laughs> no, the play out is that we like, I, I get where we want to have like carry junglers, but that's following a carrier jungle, carry jungle meta, and that's falling away right now. Graves is dead. Graves mm-hmm. is not running in anymore. The best bro. thing we have, we bro, have right I'm, now in the pro I'm, meta, as we're seeing it, is Lilia, Uder, Mundo starting to show up more. Um, but we're starting to go. We're probably going to be heading towards more tank junglers like Sejuani and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yankos's career. So, like, there's a certain point you can't have five carries. Like, oh. we've already we've been past that. So, have like, if you, you want tried, to- I'm just kidding. No, look I at mean, KT Rolster. Yeah, called- look at look at KT Rolster in 2018. It's called Misfits 2018. Uh, oh God. I, I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> KT Rolster's problem is what someone brought up. You had Smeb in the top lane and Deft on the other side of the map. That's hard to balance out, dude. And then you have mm-hmm. like a Ucal. U- that was the problem. But then we're not going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk about that. Uh, I'm going to blow my goddamn brain out. FP- FPX getting, was it Khan after they won the world championship? They get rid of their... Completely like, they, not the player they needed. No, 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 no. Because they, they technically upgraded on paper value their top yeah. laner. But it takes away the entire play style that Dwayne B had created that won them the world championship. I'm sorry, but like... They, you, they actually like, recreated that play style with Bao... Mm-hmm. And then Bao got in trouble for match fixing. That's crazy. Well, they just thrive no, in that. No, they just got caught match fixing. There's a difference in China. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so I'm pretty okay with Santorin on account of like the Sinscare and Santorin comparison. I don't got a lot to say about it. I enjoy Sinscarin on a madhouse team with Jazuke. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was on TL, I think it'd be similar similar to worse or better like it's it's six dozen half eggs i don't i don't even know how to say it right but it's it's apples and oranges it's still it's all fruit well um, eggs and no I just, egg, eggs goes with nothing well <laughs> i know i know you say i know you i know people people say that graze is out but like the thing about graze is that he's still a range ad that can still clear graze can still clear fast the only thing i would still like I don't, I just don't understand sometimes the proteins. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm a silver pleb, but and I get that Udyr. We're all silver fast. analysts, Warren. We're all silver analysts. <laughs> I get it that Udyr clears fast, but if you told me who would you rather have on your team at the end of the day, I would never draft Udyr. I will always take Graves over, over um, nah. just just for jungle match. Are you serious, Graves? No. You... <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm not taking. I'm not taking Udyr. That's that's that that is. Tank, tank, engage, faster, clear, both scuttle crabs. I bet actually. And I guarantee, I guarantee you'll see Graves with the changes to with that change to Black Cleaver as well. Well, Black Cleaver's been like 
non-existent. Oh. Yeah. Here's what I would. Here's what I would love. Here's what I would love. Um, here's if if uh, you want to figure out someone to do this with, uh, I, I might be able to do it with you. We uh, we go into a training tool. You take Graves with the best runes out there, and I take Udyr with the best runes out there. We both try not to be dog shit on our clears, and then we meet at level six in River. Well, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about clears though. I'm just looking at the overall state of the game. Like, clear, clears mean everything. What are you talking about? That's not clears, true. Hecarim Hecarim clears slower than than uh, Udyr, but still is stronger and a better pick. What are you talking about? Wait, what do you mean? I like my man here, pick champion. But nobody brings that up. Hecarim needs to full full clear and 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 stay away until he can get um six and and even Triforce or or Divine Sunder. But nobody says anything. But Graves is. Is, is is an atrocity to have. That don't make any sense. <laughs> well, Graves an atrocity because he has no given CC coming into it. The best patterns that I at least heard for Graves in a pro level situation, he comes into mid lane, clears the wave faster with the mid with the mid laner, and then they go off and make a run play. Like that's the that's the nature of his quote unquote gank pattern. And or there has to be set up CC for him to capitalize on. So like I mean, that's that's sort of the nature of at least Graves on a professional level for it. Right. All right, we're gonna ha have this LS thing with Mark. Where you know what's better, Udi or Graves? That'd be a five-hour debate. I can't sit here for. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. the last thing to talk I about a, is I got a the, I got a caster that would help. Uh, Tristan Cast over in Twitch. He was a uh, casting the in-houses. I'd just call him like, "Hey, all man, right, <laughs> me, me and Warren are about to one v one. One v one, Udi versus Graves. Hey, I like man bear pick champions like Udi. Dude, yeah. I need to go actually learn Udi. I actually generally want to learn him. They said he's easy, but everything no, everybody. There's no way he's easy. There's, I have a conceptual fact that he can't be that easy. But start, start Tiger, go three points into Phoenix to rapid fire, you're clear, and then you can go into your bear and turtle last, but you never put an extra point to Tiger. I just want to run at people and smack them. Dude, That's it's, all I it's do. so busted. No, and no, and the frequency no. of that, dude, free Elo. Just saying. Like, I'm, bro I'm bronze one, but. <laughs> next year I, 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 I also i also never play the game because ranked is more toxic than britney spears <laughs> or pokemon's twitch chat pokemon's twitch chat is toxic and that's i'm there every day i'm just kidding guys <laughs> all right so the last team to talk about is uh fanatic dropped to fifth place for the lec 2021 <laughs> spring split so we don't have to go on a long tangent about the lec i know i have you know lec viewers mm. um okay so Okay, there's two different ways you can look at it. They had COVID, they played bad. What are those right? standings? I need to look at these standings because I want SK to just clap Fnatic out of playoffs. So it's the one thing where you could talk about and go, okay, they had a big COVID situation. They played badly, right? But then you just no. basically excuse all of their bad gameplay. It, it is what it is. It's one of those things. It's it's just like no. I, I, I can look at it from no. both angles. They right? don't they don't get the COVID. Me and Warren are gonna hold hands on this one. Oh my god. They don't no get one, the pass, so. they don't know. Sorry, we've been at this a year. And if you have rookies, they get a boost theoretically <laughs> because they have no stage presence to do it. And the veterans get maybe minus two out of a hundred because they don't get to have the in person vibe to play with be back. Yeah there we go. He's then back yeah, I don't know what that's that. He's a, he's a magician. So Team Vitality finishes five and thirteen at tenth place. Garbage. Astralis at ninth place is six and twelve. Excel at eighth place, missing playoffs yet mm. again. They are cursed at seven eleven. Mm. Misfits Gaming seventh place at eight and ten. This is a this is a fraud. This is an Among Us fraud team. This team is they garbage. took too long to get good. 
Misfits right? too long to get good, and they deserve this. SK Gaming sitting right here at sixth place at eight and ten. Fanatic sitting right here at fifth place at nine and nine. Shulka No Fear at fourth place at nine and nine. Mad Lions at third place at ten and eight. Rogue at second place at fourteen and two. And G Two Esports, as always, my boys sitting there at fourteen and four. Yeah, wait for them to get dog. Then I want to see if you're a real G Two fan. There you go, right there. There, 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 there you go. That's uh, a. That's a... <laughs> I got the other flag coming in very soon. I actually want to send it over. Okay, so outside of G two, when they were completely sandbagging this week in those games against XL and who else they lose to? They lost to Mad <laughs> Lions game. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mad Lions game was super fun again. It was really, the Mad yeah, really, they they, they beat them pretty convincingly, actually. So. So okay, so I, no, I think no, 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 no. we're talking. You're talking the Rumble game, right? The G2. It was G2 Mad Lions and Caps went Rumble. <laughs> no, right? no, can, can, I should pull. No, uh, he didn't go Rumble because uh, G2. Who did they I go think, against? I Mad think Lions? went Syndra actually. G2 faced XL, Mad, and SK in the Mad Gaming Mad Lot Mad Gaming Mad Lions game. Who did they actually? Who did who did they pick? Let me go, let me go see right Cause, now. Cause humanoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was Yankos on the rec side, and his his pathing line was dog, and Mickey on the Vigar, and yeah, they kind of got bodied. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think about about Fnatic though? So, you guys are not going to look at the whole COVID situation. So, if you're judging them no. purely based off gameplay, so that's what you guys want to go off of. How how bad was it? I think it had to do with coach. I think your model thinks it's Vitality 2.0 or something. No, I no, no I, I really do think that, like, no. the way they played so aggressive and the fact that, like, I don't – they one, – one week they're playing to top side. Another week they're playing to jungle. Another week they're playing to bot side. Like, you got to make up your mind, right? Yeah. And then there were some games where they just threw, like, like I, they should have had a better record. They should have definitely been top five. I think they should have been second place because I had them at second place no. over Rogue. No, I didn't have them second. No, place. not with Niski as their mid laner and self made. No, Niski wasn't. Niski performed fine. He wasn't the problem. That's crazy. I, no, 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 no. We're talking. I'm. I'm going to talk about the part where there are relationships inside this team that are that they don't even want to work together, because self may made his own comment that they that Niski was not his first pick or probably even his top five pick for a mid laner to get. Bwipo has already made his own comment. I think on an interview on the Crackdown that he did not believe that self was a good jungler for what Fnatic and what his what he thought Fnatic as a team should be. I remember playing. that, yeah. Yeah. So you have at least from the mid lane up to the top lane dissynergistic on what they want. Upset and Hillisang are actually quite solid. Like Hilly is upset. still Hilly. let's hey upset filled in reckless shoes. Let's be upset honest. Is, upset has been good and the only question that's been brought about that is worth valuing is if uh, upset could be the emotional anchor that uh, reckless has been said to be in the high stakes situations. So what you have is, I think you could throw it at Yamato as the mediator of ideas and where the team should be going. Um, the problem is that I don't think anyone made a solid decision and no one is respected as the ultimate decider of what to do. Cause like we could all agree probably that perks is probably the biggest and most finalizing voice on cloud nine. You can't pick who that is on Fnatic because it's going to be self-made bumping heads with Bwipo more than likely. Mm -hmm. And Yamato you know, is much is a very facilitating type of personality and coach. He knows the game, he knows his stuff, but I think where where they're trying to where they're going back and forth on what side of the map they're focusing on and not finalizing a specific style for at least this first half of the season is indicative of a de synergistic set of six people. 
It is six people disagreeing on how to play the game and it's taken and they have had to edge out their wins to even make it into playoffs. It's even also in the G2 game that they got completely stomped in. Bwipo flashes downward instead of actually flashing upwards where he could save himself where his teammates are coming. Even just little things like that. Like they don't have a defined play style at all. It's well, pretty much defined, just Hillisang being aggressive. Place, that's that's a map awareness situation. Maybe even not even trusting the positioning of his teammates at the time on and like a mm-hmm. subconscious level. Because if you should if you're if you're gonna flash in the wrong direction, that's just a mechanical micro issue. But if you're having a <laughs> meta thought issue about what your team is telling you that they're doing and what you should be doing to actually enable the play further to make your death worth something so they can for it there we go and that you just i'm sorry you just have a you have trust not built into how you're just playing on that i i may be over analyzing this as some you know amateur idiot psychoanalyst here but (laughs) i have a problem when there's a micro misplay like that when your team's coming to help you and you don't recognize what you should be doing to bait in you know a trade at least Mm -hmm. even just this last week against rogue that was Man, they got so outdrafted by Rogue. That was insane. What was that draft? It was when Oda Wamni was on NAR, right? Mm-hmm. Odo's, so- Odo's God. Odo's God this he year. He played oh, so well this year. Please, way. please, let's not go. Oh, my God. Finn was so scapegoated. Like, I feel like... Like he's he has like, like stop it stop it please stop dude it. I'm sorry you can't tell me that Finn was a better weak side top laner than Odo is now I would hope so after being in the league for six years <laughs> like I really we would hope so as well we have we hope so as well the thing is that Aroma and Finn were the weakest top laners out of LAC and both of those teams now look way better now that they've actually upgraded or at least minorly well, upgraded that's not true because. Because look at they like remember Mad Lions finished in the summer really good with the Romans. Oh, what was it like second or right second place, yeah? yeah like so that. like I mean Armand has had his 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 um, moments. I'm not saying that, and I think it's an upgrade by by far. I think he's mechanically way better. I've seen Armand mm-hmm. uh, in uh, tracking the pros when I watch it, but like. Like I think honestly, the problem with Madden Lions wasn't a roaming. I think it was Shadow. Remember the jungle is yes, always yes, the most yes, important, yes, yes, yes. important role. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I will. I love this line actually, which I think explains everything about Mad Lions issue last year. Was that um, uh, Dominate found talking to EU players? There, he would ask them, "What's the who's the best jungler in EU?" And everyone would reply with, uh, "Shadows Lee Sin." <laughs> it's like it's like so shadow was a one trick pony and so I'm, I'm definitely with you like i would say actually that is like i love elioya i love the narrative that lac has built around him i love the plays that he's done um i think that kane game he was gifted um oh my god that was beautiful to watch holy it was, shit no, no, that was dog that was dog <laughs> wait, 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 which one wait, which one are you talking it's, about it's, it's the first kane game that he did that the bot lane did not track or was not even paying attention to where he was and yeah, the only way was he was going to, to watch not... him run it it was beautiful to watch that guy run it down <laughs> yeah he ran it he ran it down and then Elio, and then Elio is just like cool this game is now mine <laughs> so i will definitely agree with you that the the greatest significant upgrade for Mad Lions was definitely upgrading their jungler. I, I really think our mood is between a side grade and upgrade to a Rome. Um, I would say like a minor upgrade. Um, but yeah, I have Finn looks good in LCS because, or at least he looks well, good. In LCS is, he's, he's more unleashed now. I, I just hate when teams scapegoat a player 
when they perform like let's be honest at the world's appearance and i don't want to go like humanoid performed the best out of the mad lions group hands down yeah. right but i just don't like that narrative when they like oh we got to get rid of this one player instead of like sitting down and talking about it but like you, you know like, you had to talk about it you had all year to talk about it right but like my thing mm -hmm. about the fanatic was that um i think they got caught up into a couple things like remember you got to remember that um what's his what's the owner of of g2 um carlos carlos, carlos he, he kind of did a he kind of did a scumbag but smart move by not allowing purse to go to fanatic yeah yeah you know that's a that's really big because i think they fanatic would have shelled out the money for perks and they I know because they said the heck they, yeah. Uh, heck you think they would have yeah. paid eleven million dollars for perks? Heck, think about it. you're getting, you're getting, like think about because then we know who would have been the like. You really think Whipple's not gonna listen to perks? <laughs> like, let's be honest. Bro, let's really, Whipple doesn't even listen to probably Reckless when he was on the team. Like, Whipple remember, doesn't he, listen to himself. Remember, <laughs> remember he played around Caps who who got most of the attention right yeah now perks is gonna get the attention but perks is just more when he, when perks was mid lane he was more calculating and you think it was a risky play but it was actually good i think he would have been a voice i think you would have had a clear identity also you know that kind of messed him up I, I me personally like niski like i could personally i think he would have been better on like say sk like I could see Niski on SK because Blue has been underperforming for me in S SK. He's mm -hmm. supposed to be an up and coming rookie, but to be fair, you know I'm gonna be fair and look at you know play devil's advocate. Abadaga got a lot of BS for the first couple two years and was think and they were soon about to replace him until they had that miracle run. And Schalke turned hot just like Team Liquid did. Which is why I feel confident that Schalke could pull off a crazy run to the to to the finals or something like that, because they they won when it mattered this weekend in in that regard. But they did have like a six game losing streak too. That was the one thing where it's like SK was worse. Like SK lost all of their games. Dude, right? It, it was one of these things where, like, I think Treats has been a really nice stand up performer in the LEC. Like, if you have him in your MVP conversation, I mean. I can't blame you. He's been really good. Now, I think Tinks has been playing really good too. But the issue with SK is I don't really see much that they can do better than better teams than them. I think they're a solid team. But when, when you look, look at them, it's just like what we talked about earlier. You can be really good, but someone could just be that much better than you. I know I know the issue, honestly. And You think it's Gen X? They only put no, them on Aatrox. <laughs> uh, that's the, I think they're afraid. Like they know, like let's say Gen X is – Renekton has actually improved his Scion. He has his orange. Gangplank's pretty yeah, good now. Yeah, as his, but like we need to see him play things like Camille, Aurelia, Jace. You know, even mm -hmm. counterpick Jax. Like these are the picks that like shows whether you can like we're, we're banking the game on you. And SK plays it safe. So, um, the last team to talk about, or the last two teams to knock him out pretty quickly are Rogue and G2. I mean, Rogue definitely have looked pretty solid. I think Trimby just sucks. Like, I think no. he's bad. You don't think he's bad? I don't I think, think he's, he's that not, good, man. He's, he's not bad. It's just this old, this, this old nonsense is like, <laughs> bro, you just got beat by, didn't they lose to XL? Like, come on, you really, you just lost a cry. Stop it. 
Christ. Like, you just saw Jesus Christ, and then you're telling me, like, I mean, not, not, not you, EO, but, like, you get my point. Like, you just lost to XL. Like, hey, you, you lost to XL too, man. XL could be a sleeper, this amazing team we don't even know about right no, now. X, I think XL, uh, I think you need to get rid of Tori and get a better support. Honestly. Bro, Tori's actually just running it down. Like, he's like, he's like a ghetto, he's like the bootleg hell saying on a. That's my personal opinion. But Rogue not, not brought to you by Team Four Star. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna be fast. Rogue is a better origin this year. Like like remember when Origin came into the league? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. also way faster too. Their gameplay yeah. is just faster. Yeah, they even they, won a four V five and got right. the Baron right of the dragon. Where you know you guys don't know the yeah. play I'm talking about. Yeah. They're yeah. just they're better origin. G two have kind of I think they've upgraded because Perks only really had a very limited ADC pool. He had Kaisa, Zaya, and he Ash. got blessed. Yeah, he got well. He got blessed on account of I didn't like the Ash pick during that time, but he got blessed on account of there was two primary ADCs to carry right. back in 2019. Mm-hmm. He was getting a lot of success. He said on a recent interview with Ash and really learning Ash very on a very on a much higher level, but it right. just did not play out. Like I never liked him picking me. I don't care how he feels about it. Wrong. <laughs> so I, I feel I feel G two um, come because inter- we know they're going to make international now about MSI. That could you know the upsets can happen, right? So, mm-hmm. but I'm confident in the eighty carry department um, with Mickey X, and I feel that they I I wouldn't be surprised, and I I thoroughly hate G two. Like I hate them. Yeah, oh, guys. Okay. Like the, I hate the them. amount of passion that was in that someone, sentence. Someone's, yeah. someone's fallen to the villain narrative. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, Warren, come to the dark side. You're all uh, you're a TSM fan. TSM are always known as the villains. Uh, I can see G two making semifinals. I don't see them winning worlds, but I can see them making semifinals. Oh yeah, yeah. I dude, I'm a realistic G two fan as well. And when Reckless says he's gonna win worlds, come on, dude. Hey, get a a delusions are they happen, man? They they they, they exist. Delusions of madmen is usually what. <laughs> but it, but is EU? But the thing is, I think EU will finally get a new team. I think Rogue can definitely get out of quarters, depending on the group. I think mm-hmm. EU will finally have three teams because EU's been only 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 having two teams really to lean on. So I think Rogue is finally that third team that you can feel confident going. And that's because my thing with Rogue is when people talk about Inspired and Larson for MVP. It's just one of those Nisky blabber situations again. It's like, but I think both players look great. I think because like when people make those those comparisons, it's like there's nothing really bad about it. It's just more like, what do you personally value in a player? That's just it. A player that builds up a guy or a guy that you know does the hard work and ends up finishing the game. It's just one of those things. It's just what you personally value. I don't think you should consider consider like Hans Sama for MVP or Trimby or you know Odawamne's in the conversation to a, to a certain extent too, but. You know, I think Rogue has been a fantastic team to split. They lost to who? They only only lost two games to G two, and they only and they lost to Shalka, I think, and Mad Lions, right? Yeah. So no XL. Yeah. Remember, they lost was, to XL, XL. XL. You're right. Your boy Odomne in the top lane losing the. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, is some trash. Cries <laughs> is some trash. <laughs> oh God. Um, but that's pretty much it for uh just the European part. I know people say we don't talk about Europe a lot. I mean. It's literally just been G two fanatic and rogue 
What do you guys want me to say? I mean, uh, it's what? been Mad Lions and Shoko over Fnatic. If you're looking at standings, homie. Oh yeah, yeah. You can call <laughs> Fnatic a good drama side if we actually had a had more insight on how that team is trying to figure its life out. But so, um, um, we have the playoffs for both LEC, um, and LCS. Who do you have winning the whole thing now that the for um since we're at the end, like for L for L LCS, who do you have winning? And for LEC, who do you guys have winning? Oof, man. C9 think... for LCS, G2 for LEC. I'm more yeah. interested on who you think is going to be in the finals. So go ahead and go ahead and oh, throw your yeah, Actually, finals is better. Who do you see in the Actually, that, that's a better rogue, take. Yeah. Rogue, baby. Rogue, Nick. Go Rogue. Mm. Rogue is going to be in the finals. I, I would love a G2 Fnatic finals. The narrative of, you know, Fnatic making, making it to face Reckless, their old teammate. But... I don't know, man. If they lose to SK Gaming, if, if that's not one one of the most biggest upsets ever in EU, I don't know what it is anymore. Because, like, you know, Fnatic I'm, always traditionally make finals with G2, though. So, so. I am I actually have a lead-in of a, of a line of things that I want to happen. I want Rogue to be who knocks Fnatic out of the playoffs to claim the number two spot officially for <laughs> EU, and it's Rogue G2 fighting for the torch, right? Huh? That would be passing the torch, though, right? Oh, I would I would say it's going to what um what Nightwing was just talking about, mm -hmm. where we actually have a top three set of teams that look that we would be happy for their at least their brand to go international. I don't think Fnatic is at the state is could do what they have done in the past few years with their current roster. I think this is a much weaker roster. It's a much more middle table roster, both on what we've seen so far and what we know of these players. Rogue now is taking the number two, and you could call it passing the torch. I think Rogue is coming and stealing the torch just to keep on brand there, homie. Um, <laughs> their Twitter page is getting more spicier every single time. Rogue and G2 are the two best uh, uh, Twitter social media brands out of EU at this time. Probably also in the West because it's like the best branding you have over in, in the LCS is FlyQuest and Reginald like making TSM look ridiculous. Um, um well, okay, so I love to do the wild takes, right? I, that's me. That, that's I don't go for your throat, okay? So draw, wild card draw four, let's go. Um, there you go. All right, I, casually uh, exits conversation. I don't. I think. I think Schalke has a good chance of beating G2. I really think so. And the Mad Rogue, I, I just see Rogue winning. So I would like to see Schalke because I feel like people are sleeping on them. And Gilius is pretty – like when things are going right, Schalke is really scary. Really, really scary, I think, mm -hmm. out of all those teams. Um, like SK, I don't see SK – as much as I like the, the feel good story about it, I, I just don't even see I don't see them. But like a final for me would this is gonna sound this is gonna sound spicy. I think it's gonna be uh, Shalka and Rogue. That's who I have in the finals for LEC though. Okay, I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually cut beautifully, and I appreciate you so much. All right, if SK Gaming here, I'll, my hot take is SK Gaming knockout fanatic. But now, will I predict the, I'm that? About that? I'm about that. That was more realistic because they're, they're close in the standings, though. But it's like at, Fnatic did two zero SK in the split, though. Pretty, pretty, it was pretty convincing. So it's one of those things where maybe a best of five, you know, is going to be a whole true. lot more better for them. 
again, this is that's what I brought up earlier in the in the in the beginning of the fan cast. Mm-hmm. Um, playoff fanatic is different from remember fanatic last summer didn't always like XL almost got to worlds last year. People forget that they had to win, they had to beat them, or they would have they wouldn't have made it to to worlds or to, to, to over the, the tiebreaker scenarios that they yeah, had. Yeah, like the tie, like we would have saw XL at worlds or or some possible. Like, God. Torrey so, at Worlds again. Hell no. I, maybe, I, I'd actually rather slip my throat. <laughs> maybe Fanat- Maybe this. Maybe we might see Playoff Fanatic, too. Oh, man. They got to get it together real fast. And I'm glad they have so, the extra week to prepare because, you know, they, they're, their playoffs start next week. It's not going to be this week with the LCS. LCS immediately now goes into playoffs. We don't get that one-week break anymore in the LCS. Now yeah. you're directly going right into it. LEC, it's the week break, and you're going in. Also, it helps. So, you know, I I genuinely hope the players feel better. The people that got sick and Hill is, or Hill is saying they said got sick, I hope they genuinely feel better. I honestly do. But if you're judging them purely off gameplay, it's very possible they lose to SK. And if they lose to SK, they are out. They're in the loser's bracket, people. They're done. If SK beat them, that's one of the biggest upsets I've seen in LEC in a while. It's That's big. Because Fnatic won't be making finals. <sighs> and they won't be facing off against G2. I'm just picturing myself in some singing in the rain, Broadway, just <laughs> dancing oh. in under a shower of fanatic tears. Uh, and then, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 it's nothing important. Because I actually, I actually wanted to test this real quick. If I can actually, nope, not even going to try it. It's got too many prompts. So, like, because the lower bracket is uh, Fnatic and SK. Upper bracket is GT versus Shulky, Mad Lions versus Rogue. So I'm so what you have there is Shulky could knock G2 down to lower bracket. We're we're running that, you know, you know, spoiler that Shulky can do against G2. <laughs> um Mad Lions Rogue, I love this because this this feat this reminds me of at least with the uh, mediocre rap battles, where it's just like, yeah, Mad Lions and Rogue are both competing to be the number three. And or no Rogue, or number two, right? Number three, number two, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like, because we're going, I'm going like last year, you know, like mm-hmm. just with like the overarching narrative of Europe, because it's been Fnatic and G2 for what feels like forever. Fnatic are looking weak, and it's what the narrative we would have set up for this year is that Mad Lions and Rogue last year and now are looking to take that number two spot, and Rogue are the high favorites for it. So Mad Lions kind of get to come in and really like look at Rogue across the aisles. Like, here comes the best five. Here's the real test of your League of Legends. Cause best ones can just, I wish I had a, where's my new trash can? Like, it needs to go. <laughs> here comes the real game. You have five games to get this together to prove like what you are as a team. So, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's all looking fine. Cause you have G2 Shulke, Mad Lions Rogue to start it, and then SK Fanatic. SK Fanatic. Like, I just, because because SK are looking to like go up, they're like the Mad Lions run. Uh, they're like the Mad Lions of like this spring of just being a rookie team that's like getting it together and looking good. It's not as miraculous as Mad Lions by any stretch, but they're a very feel good team right now. And with that being said, that's pretty much it, guys. I gotta head out of here. So, anything else you guys want to yeah. say before we close out? Uh, yeah, TSM's going to MSI. All right, so I'll see you guys later. Like, comment, <laughs> subscribe. Most of all, enjoy. Nightwing is signing out. Peace. And Lena's pretty hot. Good job, Double If. You got a good looking girlfriend. <laughs> That's exactly how you end the show. <laughs> <laughs>